Hey moms, welcome to the Gather Moms podcast. My name is Kate. And I'm Rebecca. We've created this space just for you because we're both moms and we get you. Yes, we believe there truly ain't no hood like the motherhood and we need to be in this together. We also believe we can't mom well without Jesus. So you're going to hear us talk about him too. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Gather Moms and make sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. All right, mamas, let's jump in. Welcome back to the Gather Moms podcast. We are so glad that you are with us again. And we are here to talk about something that has been on my heart. I uh, I, ke- I came across this quote recently that we have titled this episode. And it's been on my mind because I've been struggling with some things in my house. And so I just thought we would do a deep dive into it. So I'll drop what that is in just a second. If, you, if you're looking at the podcast episode, you probably already know. But... <laughs> They're like, it says it on my phone right here. I already know what it is. <laughs> yes, but we've had so much, so many follow-up conversations with you guys about that it is almost May. And um, I saw a meme the other day that was like, if you are the oldest daughter in the family, this is your reminder that it's one month for Mother's Day. You need to go ahead and buy the gift. <laughs> Call your siblings. All the siblings know what you've purchased <laughs> and remind them to Venmo you. Okay, that does not work in my family because I'm the youngest and I feel like I'm the one that initiates that process. Yeah. Well, so whichever kid. You're not the oldest. Whichever kid totes the, I know, and I'm the middle. So I, but I'm often the one who, you know. Listen, whatever that, that book is, what's the book with the birth order? Yeah. It does not work. Every family is different. I don't think it's right all the time. Not all the time. I feel like there are some things that are true. I feel like, I feel like a lot of times the firstborn, there's a lot of things that add up. Yeah. And maybe the youngest. Because I have firstborn characteristics and I'm the youngest. Yeah. Interesting. So. Well, and I'm always all over the place because I was my mom's second child and my dad's first child. You're both. Yeah. You have a split personality. I really actually do. Like whenever so there are you, days when you're like, I just want to be the middle <laughs> child today. So I'm out. <laughs> so when you take those like Myers-Briggs or, you know, any of those like personality tests, I am never like a clear, you know, you are this, you're the Labrador retriever. Or you're the NJTF. Okay. But that's also because for those of us that have done anything in leadership, we know what they're trying to get. Yeah. So every time I answer that question, I'm like, is this question mean I'm a, I'm already thinking that before I've even answered it. I feel like I skew all those tests now. It's so hard because I so get in my head on those things. I'm overanalyzing before I even respond. Yeah. So I'm with you. I know. Okay. Well, so I'm so glad that we are getting ready for May, and um, we are going to... I ordered to... a teacher gift. You did? Yeah, girl. Can you tell us what it is? Thanks to a friend that texted me and was like, hey, I'm ordering this teacher gift. Do you <gasps> want one, too? And I was like, yes, I do. Thank Good. you so much. I'm on it. Way to go. I, I've i been meaning to send you the list of dates. Yeah, you haven't sent it yet. I'm but so sorry. I sat down and looked at them. Good for you. I didn't spend four hours. I think I spent 30 minutes, but I did look at them just to kind of get a little in my head Start about what's coming. Yeah. It's a lot. Yeah. It starts fast too. It does. Usually so, it's like July we do stuff, but I feel like everything's in June. Yeah. Everything. I mean, we need to do an episode that's like PSA. It's almost June. Dude. Because <laughs> it's all happening in June. I know. So we'll have some episodes coming up to get us all ready for summer so that we have a yes. wonderful, thriving, intentional, happy summer. <laughs> All words that I'm running from right now. 
be great. I want a free fall. No schedule. Oh, gosh. <laughs> you do for Live like a your week. best life. No, you do want that for like Eat a week. Eat out every day. And then your kids turn into zombies and you're like, okay, we've <laughs> got to get this train back on the track because things are bad. You know? We'll see how long it takes. Okay. I have teenagers now. It's different. So what I want to talk about in this episode is uh, I came across like a, a Dr. Phil meme or something. Do you remember? So did you ever watch the Dr. Phil show? I mean, as an adult, I think. Really? Okay. Yeah. So I was a latchkey kid. You know, my mom but worked. Was Dr. Phil on back then? Yeah, I think so. I think when I was like maybe in middle school or high school or something like that, I think. Okay, which would have meant that I was like out of college, living my <laughs> adult life. Uh, so just kidding. But, but yeah. it was like Oprah was maybe on after school. I remember Oprah. And Dr. Phil, and sometimes I would watch it, you okay, know. Yeah. I feel like over time, like the, the things kind of went off the rails on his show. But at the beginning, it was more like counseling and stuff like that. Yeah. And he always would say, people would describe, like, things that were happening in their lives, and, you know, and he would say, well, how's that working for you? Oh, is that his line? Yes. Okay, Dr. Phil. And I have, that has always stuck with me, because I think that's such a good line. How's that working for you? Because it makes you stop and think, oh, wait, is this actually working? working? Mm -hmm. Or is, is this just crazy like is this insanity like it made me think of you know you've heard the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results right right and we do that you know we just keep doing the same thing and then we're irritated and bitter and like it's not working but we just keep doing it yes uh, which makes me think of when I was in middle school so I started dating early we didn't, my parents didn't have rules about it, but what we called it was going out. That's right. You know, it was yes. going out with a boy or whatever. My dad would always say, where are you going? <laughs> dad jokes. <laughs> love it. Yes. We are going literally nowhere. Nowhere. We're going right. to talk on the phone. We're going to the lunchroom. Yeah. That's yeah. where we're going. Yeah. So, um, I started going out with this boy in sixth grade and I actually dated him sixth, seventh and eighth grade. That is such a long time. I know. What? And it was actually probably like too much for my little heart, you know, because... Your lives have been knit together now. All your middle school memories are of him. Yes. And, you know, when you're young like that and then you fall for like a kid, then it's like, you know, you do you do everything together. You talk about everything together. I was always over at his house or he was at my house, you know, like I, I got really close to his family and... Did you do holidays together? No, we didn't do holidays Okay, together. praise the Lord. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. No but vacations, no holidays. That's a whole nother episode. I have, you know, always been a bit of an optimist. Um, you know, a pragmatist, but I lean toward the optimist so side. So you thought you were going to marry him? No, I just I just <laughs> thought the best of him. I Did just you write your name thought, with his last name? Oh, for sure. <laughs> um, I just always thought he was just doing good things and he was fine. Um, but I didn't know, like in eighth grade, he started getting into some, some trouble doing hood rat things with his hood rat friends. Okay. Um, and I didn't, you know, really know those things were going on. Anyway, things just started to get kind of toxic, like in eighth grade and we would break up, you know, like, okay, this is a kind of an off topic, but one time he called me, he was supposed to come over to my house and hang out. And he called me and he said, I can't come over. My mom won't let me. And I heard this dog bark and I was like, yo, wait a minute. That is not the sound of his dog. Wait, but, you knew the sound of his dog? Well, I knew the dog because it was my one of my best friends. I called her house, and she answered, <gasps> and I heard the dog again. And I was like, 
Oh my gosh, you had just lied to me. You are at her house. You caught him. Yes. In it. Yes. Oh my goodness. Yeah. What'd you do? Oh, I'm sure I broke up with him. Okay. Okay. You know. Did you break up with your best friend? No, I mean, I was mad at her, but it was really him that, you know, lied to me, but she was sneaky anyway. Um, We didn't last that long, (laughs) you know, but, um, you know, things like that would just happen. And it just got to be just like not a good situation. And, my dad didn't make me, you know, break up with him at the end of it, but he did sit me down and he said, I want to talk to you about, you know, kind of what I see happening here. And he said, I want to picture, I want you to picture that you're walking down a hallway and you see a door and you go to open that door and all of a sudden come flying out of that, that door is this big red glove on a spring and it just punches you in the face when you open that door. And you're stunned, you know, and you're like, whoa, I was not expecting that. So you close the door, you know, and you're like, whew, man, okay. So you keep walking down the hallway, and you see a similar-looking door a little further down, and you think, well, I wonder what's behind this door, and you open the door, and the same thing happens again. You know, this glove comes out and punches you in the face. You're like, okay, well, that is that is bad that you open these doors and you get punched in the face by this glove. Well, how ridiculous, Kate, would it be for then you to – Go down to the next door that looks the exact same where now you've had two times where this has happened to you and you're going to open the door again and think you're going to get a different result? No. If you open that door, you're going to get punched in the face. So many questions. Isn't that hilarious? But that, (laughs) that That's what struck you? It stuck stuck with me because it stuck Stuck. with me. It stuck. stuck. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It stuck with me because, I don't know, like to this day, I can remember that visual image and me going, oh, this is dumb. Like I keep, we're on this crazy cycle. He does something bad. I break up with him. He's super repentant. It's like the Israelites and God. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Here we are in the desert. What's happening? Um, The cycle of apostasy for those Bible scholars. That's what we call it. So I'm going to have to look that word up. I probably should know it, but it's not coming to me. He'd apologize. He'd be so repentant, you know, and then I'd take him back and everything would be good. And then he'd do something stupid. And I mean, you know, we just kept doing this. And um, it was finally the end of my eighth grade year that summer that I was like, nope, I have to cut this off. And I had to tell him, don't ever call me again. If you see me in the hallways, don't look at me like it has to be done. And then I had to, like, stick my ground. And, like, if he tried to call, I didn't answer. If right. I saw him, I didn't look at him. Like, I knew I had to make some major Yeah, because your life is essentially intertwined with his at this point. You had to totally separate. Yes. And for a 13 or 14-year-old, you know, I mean, that was a lot. That's it's, a a mature, big... it's a mature life change. Yes. Yes. It was a lot to carry. Um, but, you know, that's a situation where it's like my dad said to me, How's that working for you? Yep. You know, this is not good. You know, the same thing keeps happening over and over, and you're expecting a different result. Mm-hmm. It's just not It's just not going to work. That's not how it works. If you keep doing the same thing, the same thing is going to happen. That's you right. Know? There might be obviously like small tweaks along the way. Like you, something may get 1% better or something. <laughs> well, because you said the door looked a little different. So I feel like, okay, well, maybe there's yeah. something else. Yeah. But there's enough there that's still the same, you know, where you're still going to get the same result. Because I think that's true in our lives. Because we keep doing the same thing because we think, oh, it's, it's a, this is a little bit different. But it's really not. Nope. 
not different. You know, it's really not. It's we're we're really actually still doing the same things. But every time when we keep doing these things that aren't working, we end up hurt or we end up hurting people in our lives because it's just it's it, there's some piece of it that is not healthy. It's just it's not working. And so you're forcing something that that just isn't going to work, you know? Um so I wanted us to think about what is working for what is working for us. Like, let's talk about some positive things. Like, okay, good because I was like, oh, do I need to have something like really like life changing and serious right now? I was so gonna talk about my Instapot. I oh. did a little crowdsourcing and I just posted on my Insta. You know, like, what is working for y'all out there? Like, what are you doing that you feel like is a success? And then let's talk about what we're doing that is not working because I think if we can just stop and look at it for a minute and get a little creative about it, it's it's. Really really similar to what we talked about with it's going to be May. If if we can just sit down and kind of go, okay, wait a minute. We've got to stop this crazy cycle that we're on. I need to put my foot down, get off of this track that just keeps spinning round and round and say, okay, we're going to go a different direction. Um, then things can change, but it won't unless, you know, because there's inertia built into what we've been doing. Another big word. <laughs> Killing it today. <laughs> there's momentum in it. Uh-huh. It just keeps, it'll just keep going. And we have to get in there and just say, okay, we're, we're breaking the momentum here. And then you may look back in a couple of years and go, oh, yo, I used to be so bitter because I was doing everybody's laundry all the time. And then finally I put my foot down and said, okay, no, I'm going to teach you guys how to do this. And now you're in a very different place, right? Yes. Okay. Well, that's just an example. (laughs) All right. So let's start out with the fun and let's talk about what is working for you right now. So I have some things that have actually been working for me that I really like that I feel like are good things I wanted to share. So one is audiobooks. Yes. I am deep into audiobooks. It's actually, so one person posted and I need to figure out what she, she, it was called like Libby or something where you could like um, digitally check out books instead of paying for them on Audible. Okay. Or something. She has some account, which I need to figure out because I'm spending too much money on audiobooks. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's like, buy three more credits. Sure. And then you're like, oh gosh. Yes. <laughs> Jeremy's like, what is this $30 charge? You know? Mm. And I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm reading, I'm listening to all the books and you're not. Yes. Uh-huh. So one thing I loved is um, right after Thanksgiving, I started listening. I had never read Harry Potter Mm-hmm. I'd never watched the movies. And so a friend told me, you know, she was like, you really just might enjoy it. So I was like, sure. I always thought it was nerdy, really. Oh, it's good. So I listened and I, good. I, I loved it. And then my Lydia, because I'd already paid for him, we have the same Audible account. So then she listened to him right after me. I wanted to be ahead of her in case because yeah, I heard they sure. get dark, you know, toward the end. So I wanted to be. It's magic, yeah. I really, she was fine. Yeah. Um, Like the worst was when you know, this sweet thing died. That was what wrecked her, but we won't say the name in case it's a spoiler, although this has been out for, I don't know how many years. It's like the uh, 24. Yeah. Jack. Yeah. Is that his name? Jack. Jack Bauer. Jack Bauer. And you're like, listen, if y'all have not watched it by now. That's on you. I cannot be helping (laughs) you. Okay. Yes. So I listened to All My Not Up Life. Um, I've listened to a bunch of stuff. And um, so, and I've actually been listening. I wanted to read the Bible again this year. Um, but I'm in this other Bible study and it's taking a lot of my time and I felt like, I just felt guilty like I wasn't getting it done. And I was like, wait a minute, I can listen. This was an oral tradition 
for a long That's right. time. Yes, people have been listening to it from the very beginning. Yes. Yes, girl. So what if this go round, I listen to it. So what app are you using to listen to it? Okay, so check this out. So there's this man, David Suchet, who reads it. It's on the Bible app. Okay. Just the regular, like, you version Bible app. And I'm using Tara Lee Cobble's Bible recap order. So, like, that's the plan I'm on. Got it. And then when you choose the narrator, you choose, it's, it's, um, it's the NIV version, but that's fine. And then it's David Suchet. So he's this famous, he read um, the Jesus Storybook Bible. He's English. <gasps> And anybody with an English oh accent. Oh my gosh, dude. And Sounds like, amazing. In the beginning. And it's like, <laughs> you feel like it's like, I don't know, it's been great. That's awesome. It has been so great. Like I even got through Job without wanting to put a pencil in my ears. Yes, you know, because yes. like Job can be a real beat down. But he made it sound so eloquent. Yes. And like, you feel like it's like actual, it like comes alive in a new way. So I'm really enjoying That's that. It's funny you say that because I think I tried to listen to something the other day and I didn't like the person's voice. It matters. And I was like, oh, I know. I can't do this for the whole book. Yeah. It yeah. matters. It matters. Do you so. think anybody has feelings about our voices? Oh, I'm certain they do. Somebody, somebody really sweet messaged me the other day and she said, you have such a soothing voice. And I was like, that is so nice. I don't think my children would say that. <laughs> Yes, our children would definitely not say that. But that's so interesting because it matters. It does. Yeah. Um, and then so, but I thought that was interesting about the Bible because I had that on my list and audiobooks. And then several people replied to my stories and said, audiobooks mm-hmm. and listening to the Bible have been things that have been working that's for That's amazing. Them. I love that. So they listen to it when they're folding the laundry or, you know, um, I listen to it when I'm in the shower, when I'm driving to do work. Do you do it on Alexa? No, I use my phone, but I guess I could. Because that's the problem for me is that I don't, like when I'm in my house, I don't have my, I don't wear my AirPods or anything in my ear around my house. So I'm like, how do I do that without having to carry my phone everywhere I go? But I wonder Mm. if Alexa would do it. Yeah. That might be good. Yeah. Or put your buds in. But, you know, like in the shower, I really like to listen to it. it, Do you have your AirPods in in the shower? No, but just my phone. I just prop it up on the little thing inside. Okay, see, that's the problem. It takes forethought. And I just get in the shower to shower. I don't think, ooh, I might want to listen to something. So then I'm in the shower all wet. And I'm like, I can't get out and get my phone now. So (laughs) Alexa is in my bathroom. So I need something that I can just yell from the shower. Yeah. But like when it's in the shower... Then it like amplifies. And you it doesn't feel, get wet. What's well, okay if it gets I wet? I have so many questions. <laughs> it's okay if it gets wet. It's an iPhone. All everything since iPhone eleven are water resistant. But that doesn't mean I'm going to attempt to try it out, dude. Don't you remember my iPhone eleven swam in the bottom of a river on our tubing trip and was fine. Yeah, but that's like one of those miracle instances no, it's not. where they- it's like, wow, <laughs> this. I just don't feel like the shower. I don't know. I'm I, not there yet. in the summer, go underwater with my phone Stop and video it. my kids. Stop it. Come on. Stop it. Trust I've never done that. Trust the technology. <laughs> okay, but if I do it this summer and my phone breaks, you're going to have to buy me a new one. Fine. Mm-hmm. That's great. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what's working for you? My Instapot. Tell me everything. Listen, we're meal prepping. Okay. So my kids have decided, because I have these two boys, these two teenage boys that want to be healthy and be like superstars. Yeah. They want chicken and rice every day for lunch. Okay. I don't know why they chose that. They just did. Okay. So I meal prep on Sunday night. I cook 
so much chicken in my Instapot. Okay. And then I package it for every day of the week, and they take it to school for lunch. Look at you. They have chicken and rice every day. Well, look at that. I love it. And it's it. like, it saves me money on, like, lunches because yeah. I'm done. It saves us. I don't have to make it for them because they just get up and put it in their they little. They just grab the Tupperware. grab the Tupperware. I mean, it's pretty amazing. And they're bringing the Tupperware home, and they actually now listen. It may stay in their backpack for a couple extra days. Okay, but they bring it home. Okay, and the mold doesn't start to grow for at least a week. Okay, so if Wonderful. I can get it in the first two to three, yeah, I am feeling good about it. I love that, Becca. Way to go, dude! And I didn't realize that we were meal prepping till like three weeks into this, uh-huh. where you're like, oh, "I got to cook chicken. It's Sunday." Yeah, and I was like, "Wait a second, yeah. we've been doing this every Sunday." Did you do a little shoulder dust, like, "Look at me out no, here." No, I didn't actually. <laughs> Because chicken's expensive. Yeah, yeah. So then I feel like I have to be finding good priced chicken. No, I'm impressed because we buy this like deli meat and I'm like, oh, this has so many preservatives. I'm so sorry, kids. So Greg was getting frustrated because we would, I don't buy the pre-packaged deli meat. I would actually go to the deli and he'd be like, Rebecca, we're wasting half the package because we don't eat it. And he was getting frustrated with that. So now we literally eat every bite of that chicken. So I feel so accomplished i love it way to yes. go so yay for I, we did it y'all don't know when we're recording this but just as a hint we did it today and <laughs> we are ready for the week so way to go i love it <laughs> so something else this was a splurge for me um but i was at ulta and i've been looking into like red light like um wands and then they have like little i want the mask the, oh, the mask is like the craziest looking thing. Like you look isn't like an it? alien or something. Yes. yes. Um, and there's little like ones that are like about the size of like an iPad or something. And you just, you know, but they're just saying all these things that are good for us with this infrared light. So anyway, I had a, like a gift card. So I bought myself this Solar Wave four in one facial wand. Oh, it's a wand. Yes, it is great. So it's about the size. Of like a razor, but, you know, no razor head. So if you just imagine like the stick. Okay. And the wand can either be, the the top can be vertical or it can rotate horizontal. Okay. And you turn it on. It's got this red light in it and it warms up. And then you just, you ever seen like people use like a jade roller? Yeah. So it's kind of like that. And you just do these, you have to put hyaluronic acid on your face first because it has to be moist. Okay. Before you put, before you use it. And then you just go, and it's supposed to help with puffiness aging well do you feel like there's a difference I honestly feel a difference (laughs) you said it kind of slow so I was wondering where we were going I do I mean it's not I think we're all looking for like this overnight the magic pill yeah yes and the only magic out there is one of my friends said what's working for you right now and she said Botox (laughs) well there you go (laughs) which side note I know a friend that had a Botox birthday party Really? Yep, that's what they did. They all got Botox for her birthday. See, now, honestly, the Botox parties kind of make me a little nervous. Like, I'm going to go to a dermatologist <laughs> where there's, like, a nurse and, like, a, it's like yeah, a medical but office. no, the lady comes and does it for you. I mean, that's fine. So, she's a professional, right? Yeah. Yeah. But I think, and then my friend that said that, she said, and she said, not only am I doing Botox, but I feel like unashamed to say that I'm doing it now. Yes. You know, like Be she proud. felt like for a long time she couldn't say anything. Like it was like this dirty little secret. <laughs> and now she's like, it's fine. I'm doing it. It's working for me. You know? Oh, that's something I would have never said 20 years ago. Botox. No. That sounds amazing. But here we are. Here we are. Yeah. I haven't had it yet, y'all. I can't talk about it. All I know is that when people say they have it, they go, my face feels so tight. 
Oh, it's they, awesome. That's what they say to me. Yeah, it's awesome. Do you want your face to feel tight? Yes. It just feels like it's working, you know? But then, like, I'll I'll come home and I'll show Jeremy. I'm, like, trying to, like, wrinkle my forehead. <laughs> and he's like, stop it. Every time you do that, that's $20. Because <laughs> it, like, you use it up. No. Okay. He's being ridiculous. What? No. Okay, that's funny. He's weird. That's funny. I have a dear friend whose husband is part owner in a derm practice, so I get I get a deal on it. And you need, she yes, get was the, the deal. one that was like, basically like, you have to do this now. If you wait, it's going to be too late. There's a time that it's too late? No, but she oh, just, gosh. you know, she just The time is ticking. It, so. Listen, you gave me, for my birthday, you gave me Revitalift Hyaluronic Acid. Yes. I love it. Good. I actually think it works. I think it does. I use it every night. Yeah. And I, I'm, it's not a magic pill. I don't feel completely different, but I honestly think my face looks healthier. Yeah. There's something about it that and vitamin C, you know, I mean, I, I don't know how much you spent on it because it was a birthday gift. I haven't looked it up myself yet, but I could do that again. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's a drugstore product. Yeah. So it's not over the top and it's, yeah, it makes a difference. Good stuff. Yeah. Um, some things else that are working for us is I make the meal plan on Sunday, and then Jeremy is the one that goes to Costco. Get it. And we're usually every other week Costco, and then the, the, it's Walmart pickup for the other things. Okay, so I need you to send me that too. I want your summer calendar, and okay. I want your meal plan. Okay. Because we save so much money when he goes to Costco. <laughs> that is not the case in our family. Really? It's the complete opposite. <laughs> Greg buys everything that calls his name in Costco. Every single thing. I can't stand it. I'm like, look at these lights for the yard. They're $10 off. Well, they're $75. That's Greg. You know? That's Greg, yes. And I just can't, I just can't even help it. I'm like, oh, let, let's He buys all this. this cheese. I'm like, babe, we can't eat this much cheese. Why are you buying all this cheese? He buys these, like, packages of peppers. There's so many peppers in there. Dude, I use those peppers. Well, I love a good pepper, but I'm just telling you, we're not going to use that many peppers. Okay, I buy that six pack, or it's eight. It might be eight. When we're going to do stuffed peppers, I do like a casserole of like stuffed peppers. Yes. And so I will use all of those. Okay, well, yeah, because you're like using the whole pepper. Right. But if I'm cutting it up in recipes, I'm not going to use eight peppers. Yeah. No. Stop it. We pretty much, it's so funny. I saw. I heard somebody say this, and I thought that is really true. That your family probably eats the same eight to ten meals all the time. Hundred percent agree. And we don't even realize it. No. But you kind of just pick. Like at some point, this becomes our rotation. Yes, because you know it works. Yeah, you know what to buy. Right. You typically have their stuff on hand. Yeah. Yes. The path of least resistance. It's like you know that would be a fun social media post. Like, what are your eight to ten family recipes? Now, when we were young, married. I would try new things. I just don't have margin for that anymore. No, yeah, for sure. Cookbooks, forget it. We are out here. Listen, doing... I had to tell Greg the other day, please don't ever buy me another cookbook. <laughs> I know you think it makes this. Here's your Mother's Day advice. I know it's like looks pretty. Yeah. No, she does not want the cookbook. Yeah. She doesn't have time to try new recipes. Right. It's probably going to be a dinner fail, and then you're going to feel bad that you wasted money on uh-huh. something you didn't need. Uh-huh. No more cookbooks. Yeah. Yeah. Um. The, something else that's working for me is we had to say we eat out on Wednesdays. It's just too crazy. Yes. Uh, can't do it. Right. Um, and the other thing that is really working is that the kids are doing their own laundry. Now, Caroline, the seven-year-old, gets overwhelmed. So we usually have to have a As kid. she should be. Somebody hug that baby and tell her <laughs> she does not have to do her own laundry yet. Give me your water bottle, Caroline. I will fill it up for you. Yes, I will. <laughs> Listen, these kids are going to be resilient, Rebecca. 
Um, they could be resilient at 10. Let's give her a few more years. Oh my gosh. So she will lay it all out on the floor, like in the, like, shirts sacked and you know and then I usually have to send a kid in there to kind of help her get across the finish line she'll be like so the older sibling is the one that has to go and Uh, tag him in go yeah get it yeah uh what else is there anything else working for you (laughs) my only two were the instapot and the hyaluronic hyaluronic acid that's great that's all I got so other people said just some of the things we have said somebody said um family budget that they fi- they have finally gotten on a budget and That's they're sticking awesome. to it That's awesome. and then it's helping them reach their goals which I thought was great. That's great. Um Someone said something that's working for them is going to bed by 1030. Yeah. Because they were staying up too late. Actually had a lot of moms mention this and things that aren't working for them. Yes. Is that they're they're not getting enough sleep. They're staying up too late. I just, I can't stay awake. I don't know how people do it. My body shuts down. Really? Oh, I'm out. Just you're out. I'm out. I'm so tired. Um. This mama said, which I thought was precious, that she's been stopping and praying in moments of weakness with her kids. I love that. So that when the things happen, it's like, instead of just like letting the whole ball of yarn unravel, you just kind of go, okay, wait a minute. Everybody just stop down. We're going to pray. That's so good. Which I thought was wonderful. So, so good. So things that, those are things that are working for everyone. And I love that. All right. We are going to stop our conversation about how's that working for you here. Join us next week for part two. This episode is sponsored by The Pearl at Sabine Creek. The Pearl generously hosted our event for the podcast live. And you guys, it was the most amazing venue. Barry and Connie, the owners of The Pearl, were incredible to work with. They were organized, helpful, and created a space where moms felt welcomed and loved. This event venue is located in the Dallas area and it's nestled within eight acres of beautiful Texas landscape. Y'all, seriously, when you drive up to this mansion-style venue, it will take your breath away. The ballroom has sparkling chandeliers, a grand staircase. There's a gorgeous chapel with breathtaking views, suites for the bride, groom, and family. And literally, they have thought through every detail to make it run so smooth for you. Their venue package includes a 15-hour rental, tables, chairs, linens, decor, and so many more amenities. Schedule a tour to visit The Pearl at Sabine Creek today for your next event. You can reach them at thepearlatsabinecreek.com.